0: Once upon a time Chris called Dan and said, "I'm having an idea." When Dan got over his initial shock and horror, he agreed to hear Chris out. Suddenly, a podcast was born, and somehow I was sucking into recording the intro to give them a little bit of legitimacy. And so, here we are. Welcome to the Dan and Chris Save the World podcast. <coughs>
1: Hello, Daniel. Ooh, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? You know, it's it, it's amazing that gag still works in the era of caller ID. You know. <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. We have caller ID on phone. Our-
1: <laughs> Stone skin.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get that. I mean, you you know who it is usually. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes I might. You know, I remember back. They don't.
1: It used to be a crapshoot. You know, the phone hanging on the wall in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it would start ringing at eight o'clock at night on a, on a on a weekday, and you'd be like, "Who the hell could that be?"
0: Yeah, and you don't know to answer it unless you're one of those fancy people who paid for the the caller ID box on your phone.
1: That's true too.
0: Yeah, that was a fancy that was a, a fancy thing. There it was kind of neat. But, I hey. don't
1: think we ever. No, my mother never did.
0: First no, time she had either. the caller
1: ID on the home phone was because she'd gotten like one of those programmable landline things. Mm. Which well, how do I know it's this person? Maybe the thing just Maybe it's making him. No, mom, don't. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, happy your... belated Easter, my brother.
0: Happy belated Easter to you too.
1: Well, thank you for the happy part. I appreciate.
0: How was your so you Easter? Guys have a good
1: Easter. Yeah. It was not bad. Uh, you know, mom came over, mm-hmm. uh, and I made a little brunch action. Nice. And of course, Jules lives with me, so I see her all the time. But Ian came over, so I had both of my kids oh, on nice. the roof for the for the first time in a couple of weeks. That was nice. Very, very nice. You know. And, um, you know, we, and, and you can hear Juno playing with, um, squeaky toys that she inherited <laughs> from, from Oscar. So, <laughs> so that'll be going on and off throughout the course of the podcast this week, I assume.
0: Is special sound effects this
1: week. <laughs> special sound effects. That's Gosh. right. Got a but lot it was nice. On. You know, we had, we had everybody, you know, we enjoyed ourselves mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, Jules's boyfriend, Josh, of course was with us. So he, you know, he spent. We had all brunch together and then hung out. Nice. Um, Ian decided to challenge me in a game of chess, which he has not done in quite a while. And then I quickly reminded him twice in a row why I was better at it than he is still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played chess in so long. I don't remember everything.
1: Yeah. It, well, I'm, I'm not exactly the, I'm not a world-class <laughs> chess master writing stretch of the imagination, but it's just, it's nice to have that time with the boy, you know, he yeah. loves it and mm-hmm. he's been playing more apparently and he his skills. I mean, they were slugfests. There was there was no domination involved in either of those games. It was me just, you know, trying things and throwing. I was throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what stuck, basically. And, and, and it worked out for me a couple of times.
0: Managed to squeeze through this time, but yeah. your end might be coming.
1: Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I thought I was going to, I thought my days as the tallest person in the family were numbered. Yeah. But that has proven to actually seems to be not a thing. He stopped. He has stopped. Well, if he if or slowed down to the point where it doesn't look like he's threatening my record here at the
0: oh, moment. Wow, I wasn't um, sure about that because he was up yeah. there.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, he is a big boy. There mm-hmm. is there is no uncertainty about that one. He's a big big boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the thing is, he's inherited his his physical stature from his mother's side of the family. Her brothers yeah. are all you know solid boys. Mm-hmm. You know, so he got my height. And their dimension. I mean, he is a <laughs> big dude.
0: Yeah, don't mess with do mess the end Good thing he's it's kind of good
1: that he's. It's kind of good that he's Arcadia because Arcadia has the um. Their mascot is the Titans, right? So he is a Titan, and okay. I I agree wholeheartedly. he, he fits <laughs> he, he it <laughs> as a Titan. So uh,
0: yeah, I could see Zach possibly surpassing my height. Still, it's possible. He's he's still growing fast. He's still up there. So it's you know he's only he's only 11 though. So I got. A I mean, I
1: can't. I, I got to tell you, I was getting myself content with the idea of looking up to my son. I really was. And I'm what? I'm just shy of 6'5. Right. So, so that's, holy crap.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I, got, I've got cousins who are 6'7, and you know, my cousin, right. Jason, is 6'7. So, I'm not any... actually even
1: the tallest in my family. No. No. My, my immediate, I'm the tallest in my immediate family, obviously. Right. But I have, um, Two cousins on my dad's side who are as tall, if not taller, than I am, mm-hmm. and one guys I have not seen in forever in a day because that side of the family doesn't see each other that much anymore. It's very mm-hmm. small. And on my mom's side of the family, the Italians, um, there are two. There's one Jimmy who, who I've only met on a couple of occasions at like you know weddings and funerals. Um, who 6'9".
0: Oh my gosh!
1: And he's pure <laughs> Italian as opposed to me, who's only half.
0: Wow. Six so you, you
1: know, I remember him making the joke at, at one of our cousins' weddings. Um, this was back in the early '90s. He said, "Oh, look at us—we're the heartbeat monitors." And then he would he would move his hand across, and it's like at the head height, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. Oh, There's Chris and Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed. I, I
0: was like, it I, is, is, you know, I, I, I think I've that. heard that analogy before. Yeah, it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Ian <laughs> made a run at the title. It looks like he may not make it to champion, but uh, he, oh, he he made me he made me wonder. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah I thought uh, I I was, I wouldn't have been surprised.
1: It would have been yeah. impressive to see the two of us standing next to each other, but you know, well, it still is impressive. Yeah, <laughs> for two. That's true. And then poor Juliana. Oh my God, <laughs> poor Juliana. It, it tops out at five three and a half, <laughs> right? So here's here's the older of my two children. Is is the is the tiny one? Right, so she stands in the middle between her brother and I, the rose between two thorns, and just looks up at the <laughs> both of us. And is yeah. Just, yeah, she looks up at the both of us with this expression of why? Why did I have to be so tiny? Why was I so short? Why did she's, I get screwed? She's
0: the valley between two mountains.
1: Yeah, there it is. Oh, my poor uh, little girl. Yeah, I love her. She's such a mess, though. She's hilarious.
0: That's funny because my I mean, my sister, my older sister, she's the shortest of the bunch. Uh huh. You know, she and uh, I know somebody else is like that. That the oldest is Oh, my, my cousin, um, Liz, she's the shortest of her family.
1: Well, I've seen that in several, I mean, like, like my ex's brothers, the oldest is the shortest, mm-hmm. and then the middle one, and then the youngest is the tallest of the three. Yeah, so they go up as they get younger, <laughs> right? And it's just it's impressive. To, and I've seen that in so many other families. I have no comparison, I have no siblings of my own, biologically speaking. Right.
0: Imagine if you and, did, and the younger one was taller. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I was, here's, here's some trivia for you. I was going to be a big brother when I was four. Oh, wow. And my mom had a miscarriage. Oh. And, uh, and apparently it was for the best because the baby had a whole lot of issues. Oh, uh, so it didn't sad. work out. And my mom just decided that was that. She mm-hmm. she didn't want to put herself through that, and, and she didn't want to risk losing another one. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm an only child. But yeah, uh, yeah I, was, I was going to be a big brother. I'm not sure, nobody ever knew if it was a, a boy or a girl, mm-hmm. but- Really, there you have it. Yeah. So I might have I might have been an older maybe maybe not a bigger <laughs> brother, but I might have been an older brother. That's right. At the very at the very
0: you'd have always been the older brother.
1: I always wonder about what I would have been like as a biological brother, right? I mean, I have you and Scott and Todd; mm-hmm. those are my you're my brothers in spirit, right? And, you know, you and I have definitely shared a lot with each other over the years that we might as well just be blood brothers right. know, with how well, you know, we know each other and how we back each other up and what.
0: We're brothers by choice versus brothers exactly.
1: by blood. Exactly. Yes. You know, but I always, I've, I've, I've wondered from time to time, you know, um, what it would have been like to not be an only child, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it always drives me bonkers when I see siblings not getting along. You know, it's 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 for me, it's I look at these sibling rivalries and or siblings who've just decided they just don't like each other and they Mm -hmm. have falling outs and whatnot. I'm just like, you have no goddamn clue what you're missing out on right now Mm -hmm. and what I would I would kill to have that kind of 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 an experience, even if it was even if my my sibling and I would drive each other bonkers, I would still like to be able to. You know, no experience that, know what it was like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know? it's, it's
0: hard because it's you said you don't choose your siblings; you're stuck right. with them, kind of thing. And you know, the personalities don't you know they they clash; they
1: don't always mesh. Right,
0: and that's the I see siblings hard
1: that part. I see siblings that are glued at the hip, like they go mm-hmm. through everything together. They love each other desperately, and then I see the siblings that go to war. Right, you know, because they can't stand each other. <clears throat> Like I, yeah. I watch you pick on Dennis sometimes, and it's like, really? <laughs> I mean, to get alone. <laughs> not
0: I mean, there was—you go through phases a lot of the times, and I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's 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 you no know, there's a time when I just didn't want to be around him at all. Either both my younger siblings, him and Diana, both I didn't. You know, there was times I didn't want to be around either of them just because they were so we were different enough. Um,
1: yeah, but you know, well, that's no yeah, I, mean, I see it. But then but you've learned to kind we, of accept that about each other now.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, now, now it's all different. I mean, now we're, I mean, we're mm-hmm. growing up and we're level headed enough where, you know, whatever things we had, you know, they're, they're which way in the past, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. that we're just all part of growing up and all those crazy growing up things could go on and everything. But um, like, I remember the first know.
1: time my parents left town to go on a long weekend getaway and left me home alone. Mm-hmm. I was 15, I think, 15 or 16 at the time, you know, because that's the 80s and you could do that still. Nowadays, the Child's mm-hmm. Protective Services probably would have been called on them even though I was a teenager.
0: Right.
1: Um, you know, but I remember being at home and, you know, and my my maternal grandparents, both of my paternal grandparents were gone by the time I was 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my maternal grandparents only lived like a couple of miles away and yeah. my grandmother would call. And she would right. check in on me in the morning, you know. Oh, have the, you know, hey, if you want to have dinner with us, feel free to ride your bike over, or some, or we'll come pick you up, or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I made the most of it, you know. I was mm-hmm. home. I didn't have Winston yet, right? And and uh, my the old English Springer Spaniel, uh, you know. I just and it was so cool for the first twenty minutes. <laughs> i'm like oh my god i have the house all to myself this is great i'll mow the lawn because mom wants me to mow the lawn and dad wants me to do this and the, okay cool i'll do that through the course of the weekend it'll be great and i'm i'm just chilling i'm sitting there. i'm like oh it's my house this is great and then i'm like okay now what do i do hmm. it's not like the internet existed in 1985 right no we
0: didn't we didn't have the internet back then the, the internet no, was we didn't have it. but it wasn't it wasn't a, a public thing at that point
1: yeah and everybody else was, you know, off doing other things. So I didn't have any of my usual friends to go hang out with. Mm-hmm. And it was just me home alone. I'm like, oh, okay. So there's the double-edged sword. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got the house to myself. Hey, I've got the house to myself.
0: I don't remember very many times I had the house to myself growing up.
1: Well, see, you know, <laughs> with three siblings, I would. I can understand. Yeah. How that's a thing.
0: I mean, they're, yeah, usually, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, Debbie met, was my babysitter for the longest time. She was, you know, she would watch me. You know, and mm-hmm. when we were old enough to, when we were old enough to be alone together, she was the older one, and she would, and then right. uh, the younger ones were young enough, for, you know, they couldn't go out on their own. Uh-huh. Um, I, mer- I remember so, uh, yeah, the times home alone. which is probably why I wasn't home a lot during <laughs> now that I think about, it. especially once I got, was- like, once I got my driver's license at Aquinas, and I was gone all the time over <laughs> somebody's house, usually Rudy's house or something. But right. I was gone a lot <laughs> once I got that driver's license. As soon as he yeah. had the
1: opportunity. That boy was gone.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Had, uh, I'm, was,
1: I'm adjusting, you know, and it's weird because, you know, for, for 16, what, 17, 16 and a half, almost 17 years, I had Erica, mm-hmm. you know, and Erica and Juliana and then Erica and Juliana and Ian, yep, you know, and then our plethora of of cats or and or a dog here and there you know and so it was I mean well towards the end when Erica and I were pretty much on our way out um, you know there were times where she'd go out for a long weekend and she would take uh, the kids with her or she would just disappear and it would just be mm-hmm. me and the kids and so I kind of started getting that feeling like oh okay cool yeah having the house all by myself I remember what it was like to be you know the bachelor on my own kind of thing you know mm-hmm this will this will be easy. This will be great. I I'll, I'm used to. Oh, and I've got the internet, and I've got DVDs, and I've got this, and I've got that. I got so many things, and I've got so many more friends, and so many more projects. I'll be just fine. And then I moved out on my own, and I mm-hmm. got this house, you know, two and a half years ago now. Wow. And uh, and for the first three weeks. The kids only would come over to visit because I didn't get their rooms set up right away. I was having a hard time getting, you know, the beds and dressers mm-hmm. and all that stuff that I needed so they could stay. So for three weeks straight, it was just me in the house. And so here I am full circle remembering what it was like fifteen, mm-hmm. sixty, And I'm like, well, I've got all this cool stuff and I've got my job and I've got my, you know, my convention stuff. I'll be fine. I've got things to keep me busy. And I was not mentally prepared to be alone. Yeah, was, it, it was a
0: shock to your system there.
1: It was tough. It was very tough. I mean, there was only so many video games you could play and so many DVDs you could watch before it was like, okay, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I guess it's time to go to bed. All right. And then just lay there in bed staring at the ceiling.
0: Yeah. I mean, when I had my house, I was alone in it for quite a while. Yeah. And. The first know, one, the one you had built. Yeah. The one I had built. Yeah. So, so and, and I, I liked it. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm. Um, I think well, I you're more up. geared
1: for that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I grew up, I mean, I didn't. I was out by myself a lot, I and mean, we didn't mm-hmm. do. I mean, we didn't do a lot of family stuff except, you know, up for vacation. So when I'm home, I was playing by myself a lot. Right. And, and entertaining myself in whatever ways, and so it was maybe a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't we didn't do a lot of family stuff. That I think about it, but. And it was, yeah, and it's just different.
1: Yeah. For me, family stuff was, you know, the three of us, my mom, my dad, and I would go Lake Placid for a week when I was a kid, or we'd go off to Boston or New York and see mm-hmm. New York and see Broadway shows. And yeah. <coughs> usually at Thanksgiving, right? We would get mm-hmm. there just in time to catch the tail end of the uh, the Macy's Day Parade, Thanksgiving okay. Day Parade. And then we would hit our hotel and we would walk around town and you usually see two or three shows over the course of a week. Mm-hmm you know, and, uh, you know, go see the, the mandatory sites and whatnot. And, uh, you know, and freeze our asses off in November, (laughs) All right, you know, but, uh, you know, we had our good times, you know, and and then my parents, it's, it's, it's matter of fact, it's kind of funny. It was one of those trips where I found my love for the Boston Red Sox and it was entirely my parents' fault, (laughs) right? Which is hilarious when you think that my mother is a Yankees fan and has been all her life and comes from a family of Yankees fans.
0: Mm-hmm. And my
1: dad was a Mets fan all his life. <laughs> right. So here's the Mets fan and the Yankees fan take their son to Boston. And the first major league baseball game I ever saw in person was Red Sox in Toronto at Fenway Park.
0: And you fell in love with the Red Sox.
1: Oh my God. Oh you're in Fenway Park. You're going to absorb the energy. Even if you despise the Red Sox, mm-hmm. you're going to absorb that energy and go, Oh my God, this is so freaking amazing.
0: I do now, want to go there someday. I mean, the classic stadium. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I mean it's one of the last classic stadiums still standing. I think mm-hmm. Wrigley Field, I think is still up. I am not sure. I don't remember which one is yeah. older. I wonder. I'm not. Well, we can do some research on that another time, I suppose. Yeah. But Carl um, Yastrzemski, who was the the Joe DiMaggio of that generation of Red Sox, mm-hmm. he was their captain. It was the year, or either he retired that year, or it was the year before he retired. But we were there on his birthday. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> and 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 Toronto had fought. Red Sox for a 2-2 tie in the seventh inning stretch. So it was 2-2 in the Mm. seventh. And I remember this plain as day. I was 13 years old. And we were eight rows behind home plate in a box. Because my dad knows a guy who knows a guy who got his tickets. (laughs) That's basically, you know, connections. And we can talk about that another day. Um, So here I am in Fenway Park, 13 years old. I was raised a Yankees fan, but I never really felt it. I was never really like, "Oh yeah, great, yeah, heroes and stripes, Mm -hmm. yay." I was more like, "Okay, cool, they're on. I'll watch some baseball. Cool, like Mm -hmm. baseball." Yeah. Um. So here I am, Fenway Park, thirteen years old, Carl Yastrzemski's birthday, seventh inning stretch, the entire stadium starts singing "Happy Birthday" to this man, and his father, who was still alive at the time, the man was in his eighties, I think, or 90s. You know, he was, he was definitely, and and then Carl's daughter. Uh, I can't remember the woman's name. I can look that up. Um, but they come out with this giant cake with all the candles on it. And the entire team comes out to sing happy birthday to this man. And this entire stadium, this entire city is basically telling this guy how much they freaking love him. And everything <laughs> he has done for that team. And and I'm like, I'm just, I'm Google-eyed at this moment. And then the, then the, the icing on the cake, if you pardon the pun, bottom of the 7th with... Their catcher, Tony, Tony Armas, was on second. I will remember this for the last wow. press. I was yeah. there because I was there, and I remember. Tony Armas is on second, and Carl just rails this, this shot, a line drive right off the green monster in left field. Comes in for a double. Armas comes in to score. It would be the winning run. They, they would mm-hmm. go on to win 4-2, to two, but this was the winning run, 3-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Armas comes across the plate. Carl Strimski is standing on second base, and Fenway Park is, is going completely and utterly bonkers I mean I had never oh. been in the middle of anything like that in my life ever right there's just the sheer magnitude of I mean the vibe the vibe mm-hmm. is so calling it the vibe was such an understatement I got to be honest but it, I, that was it I was done, done.
0: the vibe is a, the vibe is a very real thing
1: it is I mean I when strong you know- emotional content.
0: Well, you know, when, the, when the Rhinos were in their prime, um, you know, uh-huh. we played our Frontier field, you know, and I was going, I was there at every game and the vibe. Well, you always needs a
1: ticket holder, weren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And the vibe at Frontier was just so amazing. And that's, and that was part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. usually there was a good soccer because they're I they're, so they were in their prime those day, in those days. Right. But it's just the, the vibe in the stadium. And then when they moved to the new stadium, the vibe just disappeared. There's no vibe in the new place.
1: I knew building that secondary stadium was just a hair a horrible idea.
0: It just a wasn't just idea. the way it came about, and where it was, and it was just it yeah. was, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. it made no it, sense. No, it, it. They were doing. They did so well at Frontier, and then when they moved to the new stadium, which they you know the stadium was built wrong. There's not it wasn't how you know because the, the ground was contaminated. It couldn't. It was supposed to be a sunk. It was supposed to be sunken like Frontier Field was. Okay. Is, but because the ground was contaminated, they didn't. Couldn't you know, go so started, far because they had to. It ended up being up above, so it felt like a like a high school stadium type of thing. And this and there was just problems all around. And you know, the block away from frontier people didn't want to go there. And mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was just it was. But the vibe there was no vibe anymore. You know. Yeah. so, You know, I still cut my. I still kept going for a few years afterwards, but it was like the vibe was just gone, gone. and it was sad. Because I mean, the, the we would we would pack Frontier Field. If, if they were, I think, they played Frontier Field before the the Red Wing. The Red the Red yeah, the Red Wings did. Because mm-hmm. right they did um, right when it opened, and the Red mm-hmm. Wings, I think, were still playing in silver then. So,
1: yep, because Frontier Field they they were doing opening, and then so the the mm-hmm. um oh my god, the Rhinos they were playing mm-hmm. at Frontier Field, and then. Silver Stadium started its closing up process. Yep. I remember the day that they actually closed the the last game at Silver, mm. and they did this whole ceremony where they they pulled up home plate and and like there yeah. was a, a a parade from Silver to Frontier Field to bring mm-hmm. to deliver home plate, which I, I thought I was do, really
0: cool. I do remember that. I do remember at least, at least seeing the news and stuff. That was that was. But I, I went to a lot of games at Silver. I was mm-hmm. I, I went to a lot of baseball games back for a while.
1: Yep, same here. Same here. Um, did we go I remember together? going with my grandfather <laughs> a lot. Hmm?
0: Did we go together? I don't know. I don't think.
1: I don't <clears> think <throat> you and I ever went to Silver together, but we went to Frontier Field together a couple of times. I remember yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I went to. We I went take the market. You know how them.
1: long it's been since I've actually taken in a professional baseball game?
0: How long it has it has been?
1: been? Be a, it's got to be at least. Uh, it's got to be at least five years.
0: Well, didn't you go to? Didn't you go to a couple? I mean, for Red, you've been to Red Wings games.
1: Well, I, here's the thing is, is I would go would we would table FC three, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't really go for the game. I didn't sit in the stands and, and just chill and watch the game. I mm-hmm. did the job, right. Yeah. I, I sat at our table. I handed out stuff. I talked to people. I, you know, we, we chatted with folks. I was usually hanging out with Terry from, from Arlene's, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, which I always enjoyed t- spending time with her. We were, we've been friends for such a long time. And then. Uh, and then once we were done and we were packed up, I wouldn't linger. I'd just go home. Okay. okay. You know, so it's been a long time since I've actually gone to the field, gotten a ticket, gotten the dog and a beer, sat in the stands and just enjoyed watching a baseball game.
0: You know, because I've been to a few games with the kids, which doesn't mm-hmm. really, is not conducive to really watching the game. And just yeah, because they're the not game. watching the game either. I think the last game that I enjoyed was probably in San Francisco.
1: I, I remember a, you going there. Yeah.
0: I saw a game there.
1: Um, I have seen, I've seen well, professional baseball game. Well, prof, I've seen major league baseball games at Fenway and Skydome. And that's no, an exhibition field where Toronto originally played. Okay. So I've seen, I've seen Toronto. I've seen three Toronto home games and one Boston game. Those are the major league games that I've seen in person.
0: I've seen. I've been to Shea Stadium. So I saw. Mm-hmm. I went with the, Mark with the weekend of uh, the Mets, and uh, they lost all the games. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Mark. Mark. But he got to see some, some games. Um, went with his this uh, one of his brothers to that. Um, so I've been to Shea Stadium. Been to. Uh, been to Toronto.
1: I've did been, you Did you go with me to Skydome when my dad got tickets for my birthday?
0: possibly because I, 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 rem- I remember there I... was
1: two of my friends were with me and one of them was Brian, not, not our Brian, but Brian uh, Dixon. Yeah. It was before he, he and Annette moved to Kansas I, city.
0: I, I think yeah, cause I, I saw a game there. I don't remember who I, I yeah, I'm I, pretty I,
1: sure you were with me for, it was a Boston Toronto game. My dad took us there for my mm-hmm. birthday.
0: Yeah. It sounds familiar. Okay. It's uh, a Chubby right. Um, yeah. yeah so they're there and I've been to Kansas city. Okay. Um, so a couple games. That's an Kansas interesting City. stadium, Kansas yeah, City. Right next to the football stadium, and yeah. um and I've been to San Francisco. Is that is that it? I thought there's one more, but I can't remember right now. I have yeah, to, like I mean, to go back to Fenway. I'd like to go to good. Fenway.
1: And, and taking up my own mantra that I have espoused on so many different podcasts mm-hmm. and Nerd World news broadcasts to go do the thing, mm-hmm. right? So while I may not do it this year, I'm, next year I'm going to Fenway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take in a game or two at Fenway because mm-hmm. I have not been to Boston in a long time too, and I love that city so much.
0: I've only been on the outskirts of it. I haven't really seen Boston.
1: Okay, um, then. So you and I are on a road trip then. We're yeah, going, I went we're to going see to for a long weekend.
0: Yeah, I went to see a show out there a couple times, but I was, again, mm-hmm. I was just thinking outside the outside of Boston. So,
1: my cousin Doug on my dad's side, the the, the Canadian crew, mm-hmm. um, my cousin Doug, who also he was he skated for the Amherst back in the '80s, and he was on one of their Calder Cup teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but his youngest son Spencer uh, was a student at which one was it? it was Holy Cross? Mm-hmm. And they they're in just outside of Boston. So we went out to Boston a couple of years ago when Spencer was still in school to watch a couple of games Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, have a little family reunion with the Canadians. (laughs) And then, and no, I myself am not Canadian. My aunt married a hockey player and the rest is history. So, every so often I start talking about my Canadian cousins and people are like, oh, I didn't know you were Canadian. I myself am not. <laughs> but
0: I'd, be, I'd be proud of it.
1: <laughs> I am. I would be. I would yeah. love it if I were. I mean, my, my, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to. S- tangent in a moment but let me finish this story first Mm -hmm. so we were we were we went out to boston for the long weekend to see spencer play a couple of games you know have the family reunion get a chance to see the aunt and uncle you know and and chill out for a little while and that was a lot of fun and taking ian and jules to quincy market which is like the big kind of like you know like outdoor mall of sorts Okay. And in Boston, it's it's like their commercial center for you know, for the longest time. It was where Quincy Market was really marketplace in Boston back in the in the colonial and early days of the okay. city. You know, and then there's the the, the Freedom Trail I and mean, the cost, There's all these things that I didn't get a chance to take the kids on, but I would love mm. to take them on. So because I know I know they would be bored off their asses, but I could make them have fun. With them. <laughs> it would be good. You'll go when um, you like lick it. You know, well, we the three of us actually talked about that on Easter Sunday. You know, I said, mm-hmm. I wanted to go on a road trip with the two of you. We The three of us have not just gone and done anything together in such a long time. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. We could all take turns yeah. driving and, and, you know, now that we all have licenses and whatnot, it would be, I think it'd be a fun time. And then Ian immediately said, well, you know, you and I could drive, Dad. And he looked pointedly <laughs> at his sister. Right. <laughs> and, like, and she's like, no faith. I'm like, well, you know, rightfully so. You are the one who ran into the garage on the way out of said garage. So <laughs> there's a thing there. Um, yeah. So, oh, God, where was I? I was going to tangent. I was going to tangent my and happy ass. You're
0: talking about Freedom Trail. You're talking about Freedom things.
1: Trail and then the family. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about family dynamics, which mm-hmm. is kind of an offshoot of being an only child conversation from earlier in this conversation. Okay. So here I am, I'm an only child and I was raised on my mother's side of the family with the Italians, mm-hmm. right? Because the Canadians are all up in freaking Canada. We didn't get a chance to see them all that much. Right. A, a thing that I really do need to fix. I do feel bad about that. I have not seen them physically as often as I could. And mm-hmm. and I'm going to start And when, in the, in the auspices of go do the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make that better. Um, uh, so, you know, I was raised with my cousins Lisa and Kristen on my mom's side of the family. My my yep. my uncle's daughters. Yes. You know, my uncle being my mom's younger brother in this in this equation, and I never felt like I 100% fit. Like I've always been. My my sense of humor has always been a little weird. Sometimes a little off color, really, a little garrulous. Yeah, yeah I know you never, I, I noticed, never right? noticed
0: that about you, Chris. Yeah, never I, noticed never, that. Never,
1: you know, um, you know, where my mom and my uncle have always been very, you know, prim and proper might be an extreme. Prim and proper is too extreme, but it's the best mm-hmm. I can come up with at the moment. They have always been very casual and classy. My my mm-hmm. my mom and my uncle are very classy people.
0: Classy is a good They're, good word. Yeah, yeah.
1: Very successful. Very classy. Very easy. Very low easygoing low-key people mm-hmm. you know um they're not me i can i can hang in that atmosphere but i always felt like i really didn't 100 percent fit there mm-hmm. so let's re rewind this story back almost i want to say ian was very little so i want to say it's been 10 11 12 years at this point it was the first major reunion of the Canadians and the, and the Rochesterians in our long time. Now the Canadian contingent, like I said, it's my dad and his younger sister, Nancy, mm-hmm. my na- Aunt Nancy married my uncle, Barry, the hockey player and moved up to Canada. And the rest is history there. Mm-hmm. They have three kids. The oldest is my cousin, Christine, then Doug, then Sherry. I fall in between Doug and Sherry in age. So Christine's okay. always been kind of my unofficial big sister and I love her for it. You know, the two of us can go, almost an entire year without talking, and the moment one of us sends an email or a text message to each other, it's just like we fell right back into place with each other. We know exactly what's going on. The vibe mm-hmm. is there. I love that woman more than I can tell you, and and Doug and Sherry just as much as them. So so here I am, and my aunt and my uncle decided we're going to rent this lakeside house in Canandaigua Mm -hmm. This massive lakeside house so we can just have the whole clan under one roof for the entire weekend while we're watching Spencer. No, I don't think it was Spencer playing. It was Spencer's older brother, Bear. And I do have a cousin named Bear. Bear. There's a story there. Um, It's his middle name. He is Douglas mm-hmm. Bear, B E A R, as in yes, big fuzzy grizzly okay. thing. Trap, because his is last name Tra- is B
0: yes. A R E. Yes.
1: Well, his his father is my cousin, is that middle my aforementioned cousin Doug Douglas Blair mm-hmm. Trap, okay. and but his but his name his nickname and my uncle's nickname okay. was Bear Trap, right? <laughs> so my my cousin, being the you know the entertaining moron that he can be sometimes, <laughs> named his eldest son Douglas Bear Trap, and everybody <laughs> calls him Bear. Okay, so that's a thing. Okay, that's so here crap. we are. This entire clan is in, in Canandaigua under this roof with a house that has an attached indoor Olympic-sized pool.
0: Oh, my god! Well, okay,
1: Maybe not Olympic-sized, but it I was a big pool. damn pool.
0: Yeah.
1: Big in-ground pool. There was a whole wing with a breezeway and everything attached to the house wow. with this freaking pool. Okay, so we show up, and we're just marveling at this place. This This house could house 13, 14, 15 people, and we sure enough, we-, we pop- I think
0: I remember you talking about this, I think. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we're, I'm, we'd been there for maybe 10 minutes at this point, and my Aunt Nancy is telling me all about the pool, and she's telling me how my cousin Christine- was so excited to see this pool that she cannonballed into it without the benefit of having changed into a swimsuit. Turtleneck sweater, long ankle-length denim jean skirt and everything, everything. Christine was just so happy to see the pool. She cannonballs fully clothed. And I'm laughing because I can see this in my head. All right, And we're all laughing and my kids are getting into swimsuits because they were aware of the pool existence mm-hmm. and, and we were told to plan for it. Okay, so Erica's shuffling the kids around to get them. And there's children already in the pool at this time. You know, Bear had a, a, a little girl, uh, Brooklyn, who was maybe two or three at the time, um, who Brooklyn and Ian share the same birthday, oh, by wow. the way. Nice. That's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's other people milling around and my Uncle Barry is lounging on a, on, a, on a floaty in the middle of the pool and everything <laughs> like that. And, and I look at my Aunt Nancy and I'm like, have you seen Christine? As if on cue, inspired by the telling of the story, here is my cousin Christine. In said sweater, in the full-length, ankle-length <laughs> denim skirt, she goes, this is what it looked like, and proceeds to cannonball fully clothed into said pool. <laughs> I did that for you. <laughs> she did that for my benefit. <laughs> now I want to tell you that at this very moment, it was this was the moment mm. I had an actual damn epiphany about my life. I was like, holy shit, I now understand where I came from. <laughs> I understand who I am. Mm. These these weirdos are my tribe. That's right. <laughs> these I I love both sides of my family desperately. I love my cousins, Lisa and Kristen, my, my uncles, my cousins on my Italian side. I love them all. But I suddenly, for the first time in my life, thoroughly understood why I was so goddamn weird. You know, <laughs> why am I the guy who's going to come up with the really weird shit to say <laughs> at the drop of a hat? I now understood.
0: There you go. Yes,
1: oh, I was like, "Holy mother of God! These weirdos are my damn tribe." I, I was I so, love it. <laughs> I went home that night the happiest I had ever been in years. I was like, because I understood. <sighs> I understood something about myself that I did not understand before. You know, and huh. I was like. I fit. This is amazing. That's, <laughs> you know, that's, it's like, oh my god,
0: that's pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: you know, that's that's a story. Unfortunately, I could never share with my mother. My mother would probably be very upset with me if I shared that story with her.
0: Yeah, uh, but, you know, and yeah.
1: I get it. I get it. You know, she, her, and my 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 the story between her and my father. It's not a good one, mm-hmm. right? It's it does not have a happy ending. I'm sad to say. Which sucks when you're an only child, because then the you know, no,
0: but you have got them in the same room before, so yes, recently. I'm getting, so getting good was, at that. I'm getting that good at that. Good. So both I mean, of that's... them
1: have been very understanding that <laughs> you know they're they're both very willing to set things aside for the greater good, yes. you, know? And, mm-hmm. you know. but every so often one of them will get a little itchy, and I'll have to spank them a little bit, and it gets better. Yeah. But holy crap, I still remember that night so fondly and I still share it with Christine every so often. I'm like, I remember the night you cannonballed into the pool fully clothed. And that made my life. And that was the
0: first time. That was the, that's the funniest part. That she did. that's the second time she did it.
1: Yes. I remember she walked into the pool area with the arms out akimbo, right? Like, here I am. Look at me here. She was entertaining a crowd of thousands, and there was only, like, a dozen people in the the room at the moment. She was just playing to the crowd Mm -hmm. and then just stepped forward, jumped, cannonball, boom. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, that, that moment, that single moment, like that was life defining for me.
0: I don't think I've ever had a moment quite like that. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> you got to beat the traps someday. I hope they, yeah. I hope I can get a couple of them. In, if they can get a bunch of them into Rochester sometime, you know. Um,
0: or we can watch up to Canada. Come on. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, my uncle Barry, my aunt Nancy's husband is turning 80 in August this year. Oh, wow. So my dad is really interested in heading up there to see everybody and, and visit. And, and mm-hmm. I, I would love to be able to pull that off to go visit. And,
0: and, hopefully and... things are, hopefully the, the borders are still closed, aren't they? The
1: border, yeah. At this time, I am not able, unless I go through a huge amount of hurdles, I am yeah, not able to cross the border. Yeah. Like Sherry, uh, Sherry and Christine have, over the past couple of years, moved down to Arizona, which is where my uncle has his his uh, winter place.
0: Okay.
1: Right? So my uncle and aunt, they, they snowbird between... Fort Capel, which is where they live just outside of Regina in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. And then they, they live in Phoenix when they're getting away from the cold. Okay. And Sherry and, du- or Sherry and and Chrissy have both gone down there staggered. Sherry's been down there longer than Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry's husband Adam couldn't join her right away because he couldn't get the paperwork to get approved. Oh, it, wow. was, it was a while before he could actually go down there and join her. So there was a lot of time where they didn't actually see each other, which I felt bad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but they have since had their reunion and Chrissy's husband, Eric is, is getting ready to sell the house in Ottawa and he's going to join them down in, in, uh, in Arizona soon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, it's going to be, yeah. my family is condensing in one spot, but damn it, that spot's so long, far away. Right. It's, not, it's not close. <laughs> it's not close. It was easy when it was in Ottawa. You know, I could just drive right. the four hours and go visit Chrissy for a little bit.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. a little more than four hours to get to Arizona
1: though. Uh huh. But Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's, there's a grand tour of my family.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's a, a better story than I have. I mean, our, <laughs> all of them, all, yeah, when we did, we did vacations. So yeah, you said you, you went to, you know, different places in New York and stuff like yeah. that. We always went to, we always went to, to Massachusetts. Um, Thanksgiving always, always was a, always have messages we be at my uncle Dave's house and we'd always go out to a restaurant for Thanksgiving. Your uncle um, Dave is pretty
1: cool. That's your, your dad's younger brother, right? Uncle Dave. Yes. I remember of, meeting him. <laughs> I remember meeting him at your dad's funeral of all places and yep. it just struck mm-hmm. me. It's just a nice class act kind of guy.
0: He, he's the uncle I know the best. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another, there's, you know, I've met all of his, of course, all of his brother. He was the oldest at eight. Okay. Um, yeah, but he—he's uh, Uncle Dave is the one I know the best of of all my uh, my uncles there, my dad's siblings. Um, he's got six brothers and one sister, so he, you know he had one girl and all the mm-hmm. the bunch there. All oh, the um, that poor girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we, you know, we, so yeah, all of our vacations. But I still don't feel like I really knew my relatives that well. A lot of them, like I had a lot of cousins, I, I didn't know a lot of them. Let me, add, and I think reason. you've
1: you've told me this story before. And I'm pretty sure the answer is fairly simple. But your family from both sides is from Massachusetts. How the hell did you wind up in Rochester? I mean, I'm grateful Kodak. because oh, yeah. and so your dad got the job from Kodak, and that was that.
0: Because he, he, my dad was into the when he was in the army, he was in the photography, right. And he got you know, he got his degree, you know, mechanical engineering mm-hmm. degree from um, I forget which college, but um, but yeah, he got a job at Kodak, and he wanted to, he wanted to work at a photography place, you know, basically you know, what, you know place that you know. So it, yeah. it was his love of photography, kind of, that brought him to Kodak, and then yeah, so they became transplants here. That's um, amazing.
1: I mean, I'm grateful I would have never jobs met out you. here.
0: <laughs> it yeah, it would have been a whole lot different if I grew up in Massachusetts it's with a. Or somewhere else, but yeah, mm. this is, so, so Quedak brought us out here and then they bought the house that I grew up in just before I was born. Oh, wow. Um, and so they, you know, I, that's the only house I knew.
1: It's the same for me. My mom yeah. and dad moved to the house that my mom still lives in. Mm-hmm. They bought it the spring before I was born and they moved in two mu- two and a half months before I was born. And my mom's still about to the same as
0: my about the same as my parents' timeline. That's
1: amazing. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: We we when we are uh, um, cleaning up the house after my, my dad passed and everything uh-huh. we found a lot of like because you know because maybe I kept everything oh my god yeah we found a lot of the paperwork from when they moved in a lot of the the stuff there's well you got paperwork from previous owners too oh wow um, and considering the house is a couple hundred years old that's uh-huh. you know a lot but um, but yeah the stuff about the you know the putting in the septic system and um, plumbing all you know stuff they had to get because the house had been. Empty when they moved in. Uh-huh. It had, been, had no one had lived in it for a while, so there, there was like stuff like plumbing, electricity, and stuff they had to have done when they moved in, and um, some stuff never got redone after that, like wallpaper, um, <laughs> some of the carpet. It's the same original that they when they moved in. But yeah, I mean, they had they had a, they had a you know a little hand drawn map of you know who's going to get whose room and everything, and who's <laughs> going to because it was me, you know, my, my mom and dad, my my sister. Um, me and then my uncle, Sam. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, My uncle, Sam is my dad's youngest brother. Okay. And he was, he's not that much older than we are. Okay. Um, which happens. Yeah. And especially question there's eight kids. Yeah. And so he, he lived with my parents for a while. Um, so I, I found a bunch of pictures of him, you know, there, and I think he was in scouts when he lived with my parents and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So Um, so I, you know, I got a drawing where he shows Sam's room type in in the house type of thing. So it was just, it was kind of neat going through and seeing all this stuff from, you know, back when they bought the house and they lived in it throughout the years and everything. And,
1: and and how many rooms did you actually claim as your own over the course of the several years that you lived in that house? Four. I was going to say it had to be four.
0: Because it was the room, it was a room across from my parents' house, which is a, it was just a smallest room, but it had a big closet. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's where I was. I first, my, my first room, uh-huh. then there was a room in the back, right? The back kind of the second of a, floor. That was where I kind of an add on. It was above the carriage house. Yep. Cause yes, the, the, the back, back area was a carriage house. Right. Basic carrot, so you know for back then. Um with with the outhouse was attached. It was an attached outhouse, two seater. Um for for those tandem poo. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't know why, but there was you know, there's two seats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can switch between them. I don't know. Oh, yeah. This
1: one's cold. Oh yeah, this one's just yeah. cold. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Um but yeah, there's no there was, there was no heat in the second room. We never got the heat hooked up back there. I there remember the, the heat the heater is there. My mm-hmm. dad never finished, he never finished up the, uh, plugging everything together, That's you know. Amazing. So then I, st- I stayed down in the, um, ironically, the, the last room my dad was in, the the room downstairs, Yep. Um, which I was in that room for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I, when I, because when I, I, after I moved back in, after we lived together, um, I moved back into the back room there, the, the carriage house room. Right. And, and I lived there for a while until I got my house.
1: I remember sleeping on the floor of three of those four rooms (laughs) over the years. Yeah. Especially like, I remember it was when we were getting ready for our road trip to Lancaster, Pennsylvania for the Renaissance festival. And it was you, me, Brian and Missy. It was before Brian Uh and Missy got married and we wanted to get an early, early start. So the three of us came over to your house since you were the driver, the three Mm -hmm. of us came over to your house and we slept overnight there so we could butt crack at dawn, hit the road, instead of going around, driving around town, gathering everybody up. And
0: Where did they sleep?
1: They they, <laughs> they slept on... Uh, they were curled up on the couch together, and I was crashed out on the floor, because oh, yeah, you so had that couch good. in your room.
0: It was not very comfortable. Yeah. No.
1: But we were all but, in our 20s, so what the hell did we care?
0: We, we could do that. It yeah.
1: didn't matter.
0: Yeah. So, did we drive down in my... Which car did I have?
1: We rented a, a car. Didn't we We rented a van or... or
0: no, I don't think we rented a car for that trip, did we? We rented the car for when we went to DC. Okay. Um, did we rent a? I don't think we. Did we rent a car down for Pennsylvania? Maybe we did. I really don't remember.
1: I could have sworn it was a bigger than average vehicle.
0: We might have rented it because we probably none of us had good cars at that point.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I just remember, I, I just remember having a lot of space in the car that we took down there. So those are the details lost in time forevermore, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Possibly. <clears throat> Road tripping across tripping. the universe. <laughs>
0: those were the days.
1: Yeah, we had a good time. We managed to find mm-hmm. our way to have some fun.
0: We did. So,
1: I am really appreciating how people are appreciating us. They're listening to good. this new podcast of ours, and we're getting such great feedback from the folks who are listening to it. So I really appreciate the listeners telling us what they think. Mm-hmm. Because that helps us figure out how we want to do things. I would love it if people start asking us questions and we could like make topics out of answering those questions. That would be right. that would be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah.
0: I mean maybe, you know, maybe in another month or so we'll do another live and 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 stuff like that. And
1: that was a good I, I you know what? I had my reservations about doing the live show. Mm-hmm. But but once we got into it and people were responding and we were chatting with folks, that was a lot of fun. It was. I enjoyed doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe say maybe next next time or two we'll do another live, and that was it. Was just kind of it was fun. It was a little different, and just sitting back, relaxing, and just having a good old time. That's so yeah. what this is about. Exactly what it's all about.
1: What if really it is all it's That's all it's all about.
0: That's what it should. That's what life should be about. Life should be about passing. You fun.
1: find out it was all about the hokey pokey. <laughs>
0: And just turn around after that, and then you're done.
1: And that's what it's all about. That's, that's it. right. It's all yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> I am so yeah. pleased with how this, this home office of mine turned out. I am just, I'm looking around going, wow, this looks really kind of cool. Around it, look, so it, now looks, start...
0: it looks much better now with that. I like that, yeah. that color. Those colors, yeah.
1: And now I'm just going to, now I'm going to turn around and paint the mirror image in my room, which is next door. So I'm going to do the dark okay. wall with the accent colors, and you mm-hmm. know, so it'd be the same wall just on both sides. Kind of <laughs> a, nice. start hanging things up on the walls of my room, which I've really never done. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, you're in there. I mean, the other in the office, and then we you know, yeah. your office is kind of public now with the you know nerd world news and everything. With so nerd
1: world news, exactly. Yes. People were commenting on that. Ooh, we like what you did with the office. Oh wow, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah you so can so see yes, that, yeah, can't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We can't afford a green screen so we made Chris redo his office instead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We can't. We can't afford a twenty dollars green scheme, screen. So we had Chris spend one hundred and seventy eight dollars on paint and, and materials. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, make that, that makes perfect sense when you think about us in particular. When you when you put us into the equation, that makes perfect fucking sense. <laughs> we
0: want. We didn't want the time to tip, bring it, take it down, put it up all the time. And in the big picture, big scheme of things, this was just you know, uh, made more
1: sense. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i got little things i still want to do in here there's there's like gaps where i want to put like like i mentioned on on nerd world news the other day i got those i got space to my right right here on the wall where i want to put two of those 11 by 17 prints that i got from rob dumo Mm -hmm. and then i got lots of room for little three by five like regular photograph size things if i can put it in frames and i can litter the walls with them (laughs) and but i gotta tell you i put the sound baffles up you can't see them from where you are because they're on the, the wall that I'm looking at mm-hmm. but I have I didn't put all let's see there's 12 there and there's nine so 20 I've got 21 of them in front of me these these wow. off gray squares mm-hmm. and it looks really cool and I can tell the difference in the recording now okay you know I'm not hearing that echo bouncing around mm-hmm. in my head mm-hmm. while I'm recording so hopefully yes. that improves my my quality at least definitely Maybe not the quality of my content, but at least the quality of my voice. So.
0: <laughs> that's important. As long as you sound good, it's all that. Matters. As long
1: as I sound good, I can just talk my ass off and make no sense whatsoever. But I sound great. Exactly. <laughs> and that's really all that's important in life, isn't it? And we're
0: having fun.
1: That's. I really am. I am. I enjoy. I just. I enjoy sitting back and chatting with my best friend. This is so yeah. much fun.
0: I know, and I can't wait till we can do it in the same room.
1: I know, my God.
0: So I get my second shot this Sunday.
1: Okay, I'm getting mine on the 16th.
0: Yep, so you're just like a week after I am, so.
1: Yep. So So
0: then a couple weeks after that we'll be fully whatever,
1: so. Fully vaccinated and fully able to to socialize. Mm Mm-hmm. You're so getting hugged. You need to know that. (laughs) That's a thing.
0: Yeah, I think the whole pod, the whole monkey business crew is the vaccinated whole, the whole now. podcast
1: too. Yeah, because because Tanya and, and Billy are are fully vaccinated but, now at this point, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. so it's just
1: the two of us that are lagging behind. That's right. So
0: we're slow, you know, we're slow that way.
1: Yeah, you know, we get there. <laughs> we're slow, but but we make it count when we get
0: there. Slow and steady. That's right. So,
1: <laughs> so people who are listening to us meandering along, I want to hear if you have questions for us. If our little anecdotes. And our stories and our observations are inspiring you to wonder something like, "Hey, what? What's Chris and Dan? What's your opinion on this topic?" Or, "Hey, Chris and Dan, you talked about this in your lives. What happened to you for this? Or how did you guys do this? Or you know, where have you what gone did you guys anywhere?" Do
0: the Renaissance Fair. What did you guys do this? And what did you?
1: Yeah, um, you know, tell us ask your, us those questions. What about
0: your twenty-first birthday when you, you, the guys all drove down to Michigan?
1: Oh, I know. That's <laughs> going to be next week. Then <laughs> our or <laughs> next. The next podcast, the next Dan and Chris Save the World, we're gonna be talking about Dan's twenty first birthday because there oh, was so no. much that happened during yes. that weekend. But also Jason, Brian, Burke, and I had a little adventure on our way home mm-hmm. uh that we had to go through. So That was
0: such an amazing weekend. And that was like oh, one of the, was that was that, my, that was during my last term at GMI. Yep. I remember because I, I was uh I was uh, my grades were telling me I was on the way out.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Because I was not doing well at GMI. Why am I a GMI? That was the.
1: Where the hell is Flint?
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, we can talk about that. That's uh, that was okay. that was that was a good that was a good weekend. That was a really good weekend. It was, smooth. It was smooth. That was. Oh my gosh! I, and we have videotape to prove it.
1: Does that still exist? <laughs>
0: it does still exist.
1: Oh my god! How much do I have to pay you for that to like disappear forever? I was never oh, disappearing. It was not that. It was not that it much. Was, it uh, there was really nothing now. incriminating on that.
0: No, just
1: a bunch of numbnuts having some fun.
0: That was during the time of yeah, because I, I did, and I sort of recorded the um, some of the New Year's after that at, at uh, Hubie's. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's when I got the video, the last time of the original six dudes together. I think because Rudy, oh, got, yeah. Rudy showed up at Hubie's place.
1: Yep, I have that screenshot on a mixed mm-hmm. tile sitting on the wall of the office. <laughs> so it's uh, up.
0: That was a, that was quite a time, Nin- yeah. 1991.
1: Yeah, that's sometimes. when we all turned 21.
0: Yeah. Hey, you turned 21 that year, too?
1: Yeah, it's kind what of... What I'm the middle child of the dudes.
0: <laughs> what a weird
1: you, You're You and Brian are the baby brothers. Or Jason.
0: Boy, oh, yeah. Jason. The original, original sex, because yeah, Rudy yeah. was in You April. and Brian are the, the babies. Rudy the was the oldest of us.
1: Yep, Rudy, and then uh, Steve, then Mark.
0: Um, Mark. Or did I have that backwards? Mark and Steve.
1: Mark and Steve, because I know they were both a couple of days away from each other in July.
0: No, 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 you're right. It's Steve and Mark. Yeah, right. Steve,
1: because Steve's July fourth.
0: Fourth and Mark's July seventh. That's right. Okay, yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So they're back I was, back thinking, I was back. thinking
0: June, but Mark Butcher's in June. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. me in September I was the middle child. Brian's November twenty-sixth. Mm-hmm. Jason's December 9th. How do I? But I can make make. Can't remember a lot of stuff, but I can remember everyone's birthdays.
1: That's good. Yeah. That's, a, that's still that's a skill not many people have. Thank you on Facebook.
0: <laughs> yeah, because right? I can come kind of to Facebook and say, oh, so-and-so's birthday today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Juno so, is giving me some very evil eye right now because I have not fed her, but she's also starting to get the idea that I'm not going to because the vet told me not to. Uh, Juno's or, not feeling so well right now. And the vet's like, Juno. well... She has to fast for 24 hours, and then you have to give her really bland food for a couple of days. I'm like, oh, mm. Christ, she's going to hate me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dogs, the pets don't understand that kind of thing.
1: No, they don't.
0: I have to give uh, my socks, my oldest cat there. She's got a thyroid problem, hyperthyroid, whatever. So I have to try to give her, give a, stuck a pill down her throat every twice a day. Oh, boy. And, you know, cats are, and you can't stick at anything because she knows. And I, I, you can't see it. I stuck it in a treat. You can't see it. I gave her two treats. They look the same. She ate the one without it and ignored the one with it. I'm like, how the heck do you know that? It's a tiny little pill. It's small. It's it's tiny. It's really small. It's even half
1: a pill. Because Somehow. she's a brat. That's all oh you need God. to know.
0: So I had to stick it down her throat instead. So that's her fault. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> that's what she said anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So pets, pets are fun. So yeah, she's the, mm-hmm. she's at almost she's somewhere around nineteen or twenty. I don't know how old she is. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, you've had her for <laughs> ages. I got her, when
0: I I got her when I got just about when I, when I moved into the, the, my first house, mm-hmm. and she was a couple years old then. And I moved into that house in two thousand four, mm-hmm. and so she and probably got she probably one or probably about two after when I got her. And so and now it is 2021, so mm-hmm. at least probably 19, 18, 19 years old, if not more. So, but she's still getting around, so yeah, good for that's her. that's all matters. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, my brother. I'm gonna get yeah. going.
0: So, people who are listening out there, if you like us, give us reviews. Give us a review. If you're listening yeah, to give on, us a review.
1: Drop- let us know and drop us questions yeah reviews, let us know what she you, you wants to talk about if, if you're mm-hmm. going to be listening to us i want you to be part of the conversation
0: mm-hmm. we're friendly guys
1: we really are you're, it's true
0: mm-hmm. we're sociable obviously if we're doing something like this we must be kind of sociable
1: <laughs> <coughs> what's the line from breakfast club demented, demented and and sad, but, and social. Sad, <laughs> but social social <laughs> oh, i haven't seen
0: that in so long i
1: gotta i gotta dig that up there's the classic it's it a classic yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So I'll catch time. up with you tomorrow. Yep. Text definitely. messages are plenty. Always. All right. All right. Love you, man. Love you too. Catch right, up. talk to you later.